Good morning. Happy Friday to each and every one of you. I am just so excited to be on with you again this week. This is Talks with Tennille, Healing and Wholeness, and we are at episode two. Come Out of Denial is the title for this one. And uh, first, I just want to say thank you, everyone that has been supportive that has reached out, that has shared the podcast. I'm so grateful um, for your feedback. And I am so grateful just to be able to be here today to just continue sharing with you what God has laid upon my heart. So um, I want to just send a special shout out to um, my pastors today. Um, pastors of the great liberate church, my liberate tribe, where y'all at? Um, I am forever so grateful for my pastors. So apostle Cliff Eddington and prophetess Cherie Eddington, they are just some really phenomenal people. I am truly, truly, truly so excited to be a part of this ministry and to grow with this ministry even the more. And, um, These people really, really, really love, they love hard and they love the hell right out of you. So, um, I'm just thankful, um, that my daughter and I have the opportunity to be underneath their covering, um, covering us, um, shepherding us and, um, being midwives because that's definitely what they are. They will push you. Okay. So this is definitely the push ministry. All right. But anyway, I just wanted to uh, just send um, my gratitude and my love out to them as well. And um, also to any mentor that is currently in my life right now, you know who you are and those of the past. So moving right along, I just wanted to um, just really just go ahead and dig in. But first, Let's go ahead and say a very, very quick prayer. Father, we just thank you and we magnify you for who you are. We thank you that you are sovereign. We thank you that you are holy. We thank you that you are righteous. We thank you that you are redeemer. We thank you that you are savior. We thank you that you are healer. We thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. We thank you that you are our way maker. We thank you right now, Father God, for this time once again this week for this podcast, Father God of healing and wholeness. Now, Father God, I come before you humbly, O Lord, just surrendering to you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that I will decrease so that you can increase, so that your spirit can rise up within me, Father God. Give me every word to say, Father God, during this podcast, O Lord. Whatever it is you say, I shall deliver. I thank you right now, Father God, for every person, whether they are catching this right now or later on, Father God. I thank you right now, Father God, for every seed that will be planted that will keep growing and growing as it's sown into others, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you right now for this episode, Father. I thank you right now for you are here. You are with us in Jesus name. Amen. All right. So uh, last week we talked about what it means to be healed and to be whole. 
but we're going to dig a little bit deeper. If you will go come on and just join me for a little bit. In the last um, episode, I kind of mentioned in order to begin the process of healing, one must, you know, come out of denial, right? So I did kind of challenge you at the end to kind of just more so just do a heart check. Um, Acknowledge if there's some pain there, um, that stuff that's hidden. And um, what really led me to do this was the way God deals with me is he'll, and some of you too, I'm sure, is he'll just keep highlighting this one, this word, this issue, this person or whatever, whatever it may be until, um, you know, we respond. Right. So I said, okay, Lord, you're highlighting this. What I said last episode, come out of denial a lot. So what do you want me to get from this? I said, okay, is it for myself or is it for the podcast or is it for someone else so all I heard was as I minister to you I'm ministering to myself so I'm not exempt from anything so I take this just as well as you all do so let's just talk about right now we're going to just kind of go into the definitions of what denial means so first we have the first definition and I did google this I did get it from um Webster dictionary. Um, so let's just go along. It says the first one is to declare something to be untrue. The second one says the rejection of a fact that is too painful. The next one says failure to acknowledge an unacceptable truth or emotion or to admit it into consciousness used as a defense mechanism so after just you know briefly going through those definitions i kind of broke down a few of the words um, to give a better explanation so to declare means to proclaim to acknowledge possession of to state to state to speak you know to verbally speak um and the rejection of a fact. So basically the pushing away of a fact that is too painful. It's too much for you to handle. It's too much. I just can't. I just can't right now. You know, I can't deal with this right now. So I'm not even going to allow anything to come up. I'm just going to sit back. I'm just going to suppress it. And then there's the next one, which said failure to acknowledge So another word for failure is neglect. And a word for acknowledge would be accept and recognize importance. So failure to acknowledge and then an acceptable an unacceptable, excuse me, truth. Unacceptable meaning not welcome, not wanted. So let's just kind of dig a little bit into defense mechanism as well. So defense mechanism is behaviors used to cope with difficult feelings, thoughts, and or events. So let's just see. So as I looked at um, recognize the importance. So this is basically recognizing the seriousness of a situation. So it looks as if in these times that 
recognizing the importance is 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 really just not what this is about. Um, what usually is taking place here is ignoring and minimizing a thing. Okay, so we don't see or feel the pain is basically what I got from this. So, um, perfect example. So there's the pain and it's had someone gripped for a long time that it becomes a part of you. It becomes your life, your lifestyle. You you hold this thing. So you're not dealing with it. It's, you know, you put it on the back burner and you really think that you're healed. You know, it's been years. You haven't felt anything. So it's gone, right? No, it's not. Just wait till that one thing or that someone comes to remembrance. Then what happens? Then there's a trigger for the pain. And then what happens? It resurfaces. The pain comes back. And it comes back because it has not what been dealt with. So then we have unacceptable and not, wel not welcome truth. So it's not, it's a truth that we don't want to hear. It's not welcome. It can't come in this space. Matter of fact, there's barriers up. So you're not going to get through this wall right here. Because I don't want you here. The truth shall make you free. And it's really sometimes we don't want to hear the truth. Not even realizing what the truth does the truth brings freedom it's just the word says it will make you free so have you ever had a conversation with someone and you're trying to talk to them and tell them the truth about a situation or something that may have happened even like within your family years ago or whatever and they literally don't believe anything you're saying or they cut you off or change the subject or better yet they don't say anything they're just quiet they just become a mute mm. Sounds familiar? So as I was going over this and reading um, a little bit more, um, I came across uh, Matthew 26 and I was just thinking about Peter when he denied Jesus. So we all know that Peter was part of the 12 disciples and he, you know, he followed Jesus. So um, just to kind of narrow it a little bit after the deception from Judas and the disciples fleeing when um, Jesus was arrested Peter stayed but he followed from a distance why did he follow from a distance he followed from a distance because he was afraid he was afraid because he literally was seeing Jesus get beat so he didn't want the same thing to happen to him. So he was in the proximity, but not close for his safety, for his sake. A little afraid. But during that time, there were two women, servant girls that actually approached him. And... They asked him, 
because evidently he he looked familiar to them. So they asked him about his acquaintance with Jesus. And they also said, haven't we seen you with Jesus? And every time someone asked Peter about his relationship with Jesus, he became more and more fearful of his life. So you you know what? He kept denying Jesus. He denied Jesus three times. So he went from one level to the next. He went from denying Jesus, denying he was with Jesus, to denying he ever knew Jesus, to swearing a curse on himself. He literally said, the word says that he said, a curse is on me if I'm lying. He said that and he knew he was lying. So he done did all of this. A denial with an oath is also what he gave. A denial with an oath. I don't know the man is what he said. He was afraid while also being defensive. So this is that event that it talks about with defense mechanism. Yeah, the behaviors used to cope with different feelings, thoughts, or events. This is what that is. So this event caused his feelings to shift into greater levels of fear. But now let's think about it, though. All along, Jesus knew in the beginning that Peter would deny him three times. As a matter of fact, he even told him that he would. So when that third time came around, He was reminded of Jesus' words that he spoke to him earlier. And it brought him to a place of weeping. So a place of weeping where not only was he weeping because of all the emotions that he was releasing. First and foremost, he was weeping because... The weeping led him to repentance and then restoration. So in that repentance, asking the Lord for forgiveness, there was the cleansing and the purifying of the fear, the releasing of the fear, the anxiety, the disappointment of himself because He knew that he disappointed Jesus. He knew that he did. It was disappointing. But really in actuality, he was already forgiven. But that's something we will have to probably go into a little bit later on. But, and while I'm sharing this with you, I'm hearing the Lord say, all it takes is a decision. So you have to make the decision. You have to decide if I want to continue to hold on to this. We all know that holding on to stuff and being in denial causes our lives to be stuck. No movement. 
It even hinders our relationships. Because when you are in denial, other spirits come. Lack of trust. So now you're not trusting people. You're not trusting God first and foremost with your heart to heal you. So you're not trusting people. You're not even trusting people so that you can have those necessary relationships. How many of us know that we need relationships throughout life? We need those partnerships. We need those covenant relationships. We need the associates. We need each and every one of them, even the bad ones. So I really just hear the Lord say, make a decision. Let him in. He said, you do the work and I'll do the repairing. So this is going to take your hands. This is going to take your hands getting in it. Because he, he wants you to take ownership and accountability. Even if some of those things that you're harboring is something that you caused yourself. Even by self-sabotage. God is saying, there's nothing too hard for me. He said, I am God who makes the impossible possible. What you can't do, I can. What you don't understand, I do. When you can't find the words to say, just call my name. Just call my name. And I don't even have to come running because I'm already there. Right now, I see him pulling on the strings of many hearts. He said, it's me. That's tugging. That tugging you feel, it's me. It's me that's hugging you right now. Those arms that are wrapped around you, it's me. He said, let the tears fall. Let that relationship go. Let that rape go. Let the abandonment go. Let that stressful job go. Let mom's abusive words go. Your natural dad wasn't there, but I'm here. Let him go. He said, I am forever present. As long as you welcome me in, I'm here. He said, no more wallowing to no more wallowing in torment. No more being numb. No more idolatry. Whew, God. No more greed. Release and be free. Release and be healed. Release and be whole. Release and be renewed. Release and prepare for your destiny. It awaits you. It's calling you. I'm calling you. He said he's calling you. So whether you are a believer, whether you've already accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, or whether you're just someone that is just beginning to un even know or get a glimpse of who Jesus is, he's waiting on you. He's waiting with open arms. You hear what he said. That's me hugging you. That's him hugging you. He said it's him hugging you. 
let him love you. Let him love all that pain out of you. Give it to him. He's the only one that can heal. He's the only one that can restore. And as he heals you, as he restores you, you'll be more open to receive. You'll be more open to love others. As you begin to love yourself, oh God. Father, we thank you for this time that you've given us. We thank you for every word that has come forth. We thank you, God, for every prayer. We thank you, God, for every seed planted. And we just glorify you. We thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Now, you all have a great day. And I pray that this blessed you. It blessed me. Thank you for joining me again. Until next time, be blessed.